yesterday felt very opulent. That was a, a nice little stroll through. Had you have you been before? No, 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 no. My boyfriend and I pretended that we owned the place or that we were putting in an offer, and it was a fun little bit that we had for like four hours. Took in a bunch of art and uh, that's cool. It's gorgeous. Atmosphere. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. very pretty. And no one had to lose an ear for you to get in. <laughs> No. Cool. Don't have to lose an ear. Look at that yeah. reference. Good morning, good <laughs> afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when or where you're listening, welcome to the first ever Poptimist Live. Woo. I am your host, Billy, joined as always by my sister and co-host. Hey, who's that? Dagny, that's me. Hey, Dagny, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm so really excited. Good. So if you're listening to the podcast, we are recording this live on Bright Live, which is an amazing platform. They offer classes and interactive sessions where you can talk to creators as you go. Um, uh, we are doing our first ever live show. So this way we have people from all over the coin country joining us in the audience. Um, shout out to everyone. Say I heard some names coming in. I think Malcolm's out there. I think Aunt yeah. Terry's out there. I think <laughs> our parents are there. Tony, Bill, hi. <laughs> Live from an RV park in Sanger, Texas. We'll get into it. They're living in an RV at the moment. It's a whole thing. Um, so, yeah. at the top of the show, Dagny and I like to break down some pop culture stuff we consumed in the past week. Who wants yes. to go first? I can talk about my thing because it is a little bizarre. I was, Last night I was worried, or yesterday, because I know every time we film an episode or record an episode, now we're filming. That's exciting. Um, every time, oh, hi, Terry. Uh, <laughs> we have to have something new in pop culture to talk about. And I tend to watch The Nanny every night. And I'm busy with work and haven't been able to watch new things. Um, but I watched a movie I had never heard of. And oh, boy, was it a treat. It was the 2013 film Austin Land. Have you seen this movie? No, about Austin, Texas? <laughs> no. Okay. It's about an interactive experience of the world of any Jane Austen novel. And it was incredible. <laughs> Highlight of the film, Jennifer Coolidge is just bananas. She's very funny. And I think it's Carrie Washington. No, not Carrie Washington. I can't think of her name. From August Rush. <laughs> the, the, you know from August Rush? Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell from the Americans. Yeah, Carrie Russell and Carrie Washington are diff very that's different. That's hilarious. People. Very different people. Carrie Russell, she's obsessed with Pride and Prejudice and all things Jane Austen. Her bedroom is decorated and it says above her bed, uh, Mr. Darcy was here. It's a whole thing. Her friend shames her for loving Jane Austen so much. And she's like an adult woman. Okay. Um, and she's deciding, she decides <laughs> to sell her she's car. She's an adult woman. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's an adult woman. She decides to sell her car and use her entire life savings to go to this full-on immersive experience to live in the world of Jane Austen. Uh, and there's paid actors that they are guaranteed to have a some sort of story, like love story with one of these actors. Um, so you don't know what's real and what's fake and that's what's fun. There's a little love triangle. And uh, yeah, it, it is... <laughs> I had the best time. Um, you, do you watch? It was like a it was a rom com, but with a good amount yeah. of camp that I I was on board and loved the whole thing. Do you um um um? Oh, I'm gonna read a comment. This is so live. Hi from Bear and I. Bear says congrats for getting into Club Thirty Three finally. Oh oh, thank you. <laughs> Did Thank you, you Bear. No, I didn't. Um, oh, I was like, where was my I wanted invite? to say though about Austin Land. Do you watch Bob's Burgers? Yes. Have you, have you seen the episode where they go to the Titanic date night? Do you remember this episode? I think so. Where there's like a fake Titanic they can ride on, but part of the ride is it sinks. <laughs> Um, and, and the whole gimmick of the episode is the boat gets off the rail so it misses the iceberg and it doesn't sink and everyone's romantic evening is ruined because everyone lives. Oh. That's <laughs> what, I don't know, Good that's stuff. what I thought of for Austin Land. Yeah, but you need to, you need to watch it. I okay. have never heard of it in my entire life. It's on stars. I highly recommend it to anybody. It's, <laughs> it's so wild and Jennifer Coolidge, one of my favorite performances of hers, 
She has a she pretends to do a British accent several times. I love her. And it's I love so her bad. so much. You She's, wanna hear my you yeah. wanna hear my Jennifer Coolidge impression? Yeah, sure. Hi. Okay. No. Have you seen the video? I'll show it to you when you're done. She has a TikTok where she just the camera starts on her feet. <laughs> it starts at her feet and the camera works her way up her body and when it gets to her face, she looks like she just noticed the camera for the first time and she goes, Hi. Okay. And that's it. And it got millions of views in like the first week. It's a piece of art. Because she's great. Oh, Club 33. Bear wants us to know that Club 33 was a reference to our 33rd episode, which this oh, is. Brilliant, wow. Bear. Bear, Thank I'm you. so sorry. Thank you. I was about to be really upset that Billy got into a secretive club at Disneyland and didn't invite me. I would love to go into the secret. If anyone has a Club 33 at Disneyland hookup, hit me up. Speaking of Disneyland, my topic is a Disney property. It is, yeah. I went I went to see the biggest movie of the week. I went and saw Black Widow in theaters. It was a great time. Um, I uh, It wasn't quite what I wanted. I wanted it to have a little bit more connective tissue to Endgame, which it doesn't. It is, and this, I, this is, you said no spoilers before, so no spoilers, very <laughs> loose. But uh, uh, thank you, Brenda. I agree. I wanted like a little more. Like there was a fantasy of mine where it was like, maybe the whole thing involves time travel. Spoiler alert, it doesn't. It's just, it's like, it's an okay. interlude, which a part of that is cool because it kind of felt like, Oh, you guys liked Endgame? Go buy the comic book, the Black Widow comic book that says, it's like, where was Black Widow? But it takes place in between Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Got it. And it's basically like, hey kids, were you wondering where Black Widow was during this time? Me personally, no, not really. But I am glad I saw the movie. Okay. Um, And our guest today, when we bring him in, he, he made a point about this film that I have repeated to like 18 people since. Which is, uh, he said, it reminded me of a Pierce Brosnan James Bond film. Oh. And that is completely accurate. It's action, action, action. I Even like though that. all the action sequences are great, halfway through the movie, when they're all at the dinner table, that's the best scene in the movie. That is phenomenal. They all have like a family dinner. The main cast of uh, oh, fun. Uh, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss, and Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, they're all so good together. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I wanted a little more, but I mean, I don't feel like I have to like... This is it. The Poptimist bump is going to help the Marvel films. Like you guys, they really need, they really need some help with ticket sales from us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did enjoy it and it, it reignited as much as I've loved the TV shows. And I thought Loki was exceptional yeah. going to see a Marvel film in movies. I was like, Oh, I'm such a nerd. Yeah. I'm such a nerd. And I love this so much. They sucked me in too. It's just, I'll, I'll eat anything up that yeah. Marvel makes. I'll, thanks Marvel. Yeah. Put it in my mouth. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> The weirdest thing about doing this live and in person is that I'm talking about our guest like he's not sitting literally inches away from me. (laughs) Um, Our guest is a podcaster. He uh, is on the Dueling Genre Podcast Network. He's got tons of podcasts. We're going to talk about all of them, including Franchiseography, which Dagny and I were just on about two weeks ago. We talked about X-Men X2, Nightcrawler is hot. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) boys and girls, gender nonconforming people of all ages, welcome to Poptimist Live. It's Nick Jimenez. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't, they were like, Fox really didn't like X-Men, X-Men 2, Nightcrawler is hot, that's the title, <laughs> but yeah. it worked. That is the better title. We turned out in droves. I actually, I think it's hilarious that that movie's official title is X2, like X-Men is not, it's like X2 and then mm-hmm. subtitle X-Men United. I really miss mm-hmm. when you would go to the movies and there would be a tra- a poster and it would just be one character holding up rabbit ears <laughs> to show that it was a sequel. <laughs> or I think I I distinctly remember um Saw 4 was like a, mm-hmm. a, a hand with like a like a dis like a yeah. mutilated hand 
that had four fingers on it, and it was like, ah, oh, they got four of these now. Oh, and the video game Left 4 Dead with the... Yeah. Iconic, yeah. iconic. Yeah. Now I kind of Little want... Fingers. Oh my god, do you yeah. think maybe, because our last episode was about the Fast and Furious franchise, mm-hmm. do you think maybe we'll get a teaser poster that's just like Vin Diesel, like, full Holding hands ten. out, <laughs> ten fingers, like, great. uh... And we're like, I wonder what that's for, but we'll all know. Or just an X. They're going to do, it's going to be called mm. FX. They're all, all going to be doing this. They're all going to be doing this. Yeah. Hilarious. For you listening to the podcast later, you should have come to the live show. Right, there's a lot of visual see, humor. Yeah, if you want to see our hand gestures, <laughs> you're missing out. I painted my nails and one of them, one of my nail polishes fell off this morning. Mm. You missed all of it. I had a question that I would love to ask both of you, inspired by yes. Dagny's discussion Austin of, of Austin Land. That's okay. so good. If either one of you could visit like a resort themed area mm-hmm. based on like one author's work. Mm. What do you think would be the most fun for you personally? Billy, you laughed. Go ahead. I laughed because <laughs> my impulse is to say Brett Easton Ellis, which is a horrible, LA. Hor- just, it's just Los Angeles. Just drive around LA. It's just drive around Los Angeles, have way too much cocaine. Sure. Um, uh, man, I gotta listen to the best. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. it's hilarious. It Last week, time. neither but of the, us have ever seen Fast and the Furious, and we had a great time talking um, about it. But yeah, Brett that I, that would be terrible. A Brett Easton Ellis theme park. There's also a part of me that just wants to say I would fully participate in Westworld. Moral moral quandary be damned. Oh, like oh, like Westworld. <laughs> Westworld yeah, I think Westworld would be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I think my real. I think I, gosh. Have you seen the original Westworld? Yes. That with with uh, uh what's his name? The, the, yeah, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner. I think seventies Westworld is way more my speed than current Westworld. <laughs> current Westworld too yeah. too up to date. A little too real. We have. A little too real. I we want to know what's robots. Yeah, I don't want piano <laughs> radio head covers. Yeah, no, 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 we don't need it. We don't need it. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, last night I was talking with a friend about Agatha Christie, and I think that would be a fun world to oh, live yeah. in. That would be a cool little world. That'd be a really fun place to work at yeah and make your own agatha christie character yeah because like with just austin wealthy land, wealthy and sad yeah with austin <laughs> yeah. land it's like they're doing their uh, regency era pomp and circumstance kind right. of right but agatha christie if you could every week if i could work there as one of the actors that is just always in the, one of the storylines if like every week was a different mm-hmm. mystery That'd be so fun. I would love to be part of that. I would even love to just be a guest there. Our, our, our Ali just says in the chat, Stephen King, which Whoa. is horrifying. That yeah. would be a good hotel. Like, like you're, you're, yeah, in a creepy hotel or something. Yeah, or like or, you're walking yeah. through a main town and like there's a fishing tackle shop. And I was like, don't go up the hill there. <laughs> Bad things happen on that house. And that's like, that's your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a just gig. that's I think a lot about the the opening scene in um Cabin in the Woods where they have that really cliched old man at the gas station right. and Chris Hemsworth is like this guy's a fucking horror movie character. <laughs> that would be a great role to play. Brenda is asking what a <laughs> what a Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut would, would look oh, like. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm afraid I haven't read enough Kurt Vonnegut to really speak with authority. Brenda coming yeah, in with her? Brenda coming in with more with more options. We could let's do yeah, it once. Let's, let's say Brenda, hello. Can I want to get um, your I feel like it would be really would depressing. Be like, <laughs> like you would just walk around and be like wow this world is really sad like everything is so like it's a little too real it'd be way too real i yeah, feel the yeah. same way it wouldn't I... be so much of an escape as just uh a little more immersive of some bleak dramas but yes yeah that's uh it made me think of of um uh what's his name upton sinclair uh, who wrote Oil, which mm-hmm. became the basis for There Will Be Blood. Like, what a... That would be yeah. my Westworld. The one about the, meat, the meatpacking industry. <laughs> yes. The yes. jungle. The jungle. The jungle. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, yeah, Brenda. Yeah, thanks, Brenda.
So that's the coolest thing about Bright is our audience can pop in and out at any time. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the little Poptimist intro. So um, oh yeah, well, yeah, we're gonna get into the we're gonna get into the meat of the episode. So if you don't listen to Poptimist, welcome to your first episode. Uh, we like to have our guests come on, and they bring something from pop culture that they love that is either obscure or not well liked by the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And it's always a surprise for Dagny and I. Yes. And, uh, so Nick. Part. Nick, Nick, Nick. I think it's... Oh, my gosh. Nick, 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 Nick. Oh, yeah. All my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you hate that. Good job. I've accepted it. Nick Jimenez. Beep. Um, that was good. What have you brought yeah, for us today? For us What's today? our topic of the episode? So, way back in the day when Billy was first telling me on the phone about, like, hey, I think it'd be cool to do this podcast where someone comes on the show with, like, a piece of pop culture that not a lot of people like or doesn't have a great reputation and, like... My subconscious was like, as soon as you said that, was like, oh, like how I am with Entourage. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) And and I was like nervous because like I listened to the show. Yeah. And I think this is like the worst thing that someone's ever brought to the show. (laughs) You have single-handedly made this episode way straighter than I ever wanted it to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like that. So that it was... I've, so it's kind of, I guess the closest thing I have to a guilty pleasure. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Because like I've never seen The Sopranos. Um, I just did it recently. Yeah. Thanks, John. You're there somewhere. Uh, I, he made me watch The Sopranos, and I, I, I loved it. Yeah, I bet yeah. I, I bet I would because I love would. I love Mad Men, and I've heard it's yeah. kind of like a precursor to exactly. My dad I haven't seen Mad Men, but no, I'm agreeing yeah. with you through hearing yeah. the same thing. My dad <laughs> used to like watch it on Sunday nights nice. and it'd be like I knew that I couldn't go downstairs for an hour yeah because oh, of, like, depending oh, on your yeah. age yeah I highly yeah. suggest you not watch I was like Sopranos eight. yeah I haven't younger. seen The Wire yeah. but like I've, I've seen every episode of Entourage like once or twice it's, <laughs> it's just it's like a show that I've been watching since it came out when I was too young to watch it I was in like mm-hmm. eighth grade yeah and it this became kind of like a show that I would meet friends and we would like, oh, you watched Entourage too. And like, it comes up a lot. Not a lot, but like with yeah. my group of male friends. And so... There's the caveat. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, well, let me watch it because I haven't seen it in a while. And mm-hmm. I live in LA now yeah. for about like five years or so. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, does it hit different now? Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm like... To my surprise, I'm watching the show. I am now older than some of the characters are. Oh, oh wild. Yeah. So... Wait. Have you How ever... old were you when you watched for the first time? Um, so it started in like oh four oh five. So okay. I was in like. Oh, did you watch it when it first aired? Yeah, yeah, I would oh, watch wow. it on HBO. Okay. I was nice. in like so I was I was in like middle school, and uh, I think even as like a child, I was like watching it, and I was like, okay, well, some of this isn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if some of this is aspirational, but I was like transfixed by it because even at that point, I knew that I wanted to be in LA. And mm-hmm. I wanted to make movies. And this was a show about that. And so as a kid watching it, I was way more absorbed by like the him going to meetings mm-hmm. and having to work out contract stuff than like, <laughs> I woke up with two models in my bed and this, <laughs> their sisters. What? Oops. You were there Oops. for the business side? I was there for the business <laughs> side. And I was... <laughs> it's, it's, this will teach me how to network. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Learned all of your... And... Uh, LA skills from entourage. Yeah, yeah, that, that, this is what the that, industry is. Yeah, that have helped me get so far in my yeah. Yeah. So so when we found out that we were like, oh, I'm going to be on the show soon, I mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'll watch like 
one episode of a season. Yeah. Because there's eight seasons. Okay. So I watched like eight episodes. Okay. And so I started. Watch it all? Well. I, yeah. I, <laughs> it became another rewatch. Okay. I figured. Uh, because, it's, <laughs> it's like so, my Gilmore Girls. It, yeah. I also love Gilmore Girls. Oh, great. And like, yeah. And I love shows like The O.C. and Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And I guess like more feminine shows, I guess. And mm-hmm. but like, Entourage is weirdly. I can't think of a lot of other shows, unfortunately, about like a group of male friends mm-hmm. just like hanging out. Yeah. And so there are parts of watching it that like are like that do ring weirdly true in weird ways of like, oh, I've been here before. Okay. And I can't think of a lot of shows about like one guy in a group is mad at another guy in the group. <laughs> and like, no, real quick, watch the Bachelor. Real quick, I should. Yeah, yeah. bam <laughs> bam. Yep. I just have to. Are we doing like an audio test? No, it's a no. Bachelorette. No, oh, okay. Dagny told me in a few episodes back that there, there was like a, yeah, there was like a guy who was like, when he comes in this room, I'm going to confront him about <laughs> yeah. this thing. And when he came in the room, all the men said nothing, which mm-hmm. feels like a very male response. And the yeah. silence got uh, awkward. And one contestant on yeah. The Bachelorette went, to break to the break silence. <laughs> yeah, because like men aren't taught to like communicate with each other mm-hmm. or like be emotionally vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's kind of what some episodes of the show are about. That's not. Nice. That's good. The better episodes of the show. <laughs> that's, um, so, I know, before we get too deep into it. Please, please. Yeah. What I know about Entourage yeah, yeah. is that the lead of the movie is uh, Anne Hathaway's horror of the show. show. The villain of Devil Wears <laughs> is, Prada. Yes, is the villain of Devil Wears Prada. Anne Hathaway's horrible boyfriend from Devil Wears Prada. Prada. Never supports Andy's career. He's yeah. terrible. Um, yeah. Also, it has, it has, um, <laughs> what's his name is his agent. Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven, who uh, I'm very good friends with his, like, third cousin. Weird reference. From Gross Point Blank. Um, and then yeah. uh, uh, there's a character named Turtle. There is a that character- is everything I know about Entourage. One of the principal characters is named Turtle. Okay. And we go, like, okay. you go, like, five seasons before you learn his real name. <laughs> Great. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, just everyone calls him Turtle. He finally gets, like, a girlfriend, played by Jamie Lynn Sigler from The Sopranos, playing herself. Oh. Yeah. Huh, Some weird that's fun. like in in house HBO promotion. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the one to finally be like, "What's your I'm not telling my parents that I'm dating a guy named Turtle." <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> Please tell me what's your name. That's fair. That's fair. And so spoilers, this is like something it would take 5 seasons. It took me 5 seasons to get to this. Mm. Uh, but Turtle's real name is Sal. Oh, okay. Short for Salvatore? I think he is in the mob. It's a crossover (laughs) same universe as The Sopranos. And so when I first moved to LA, they have fat sows. Yes. Mm -hmm. And like we had like we had like a rumor in my friend group, like, oh, it's named after Sal from Entourage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There is a Sal in Sopranos as well. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I suppose there's not more than one. There probably is. Mm-hmm. Who do you? What do you think? What, what do you think has Sil? killed? Sil? What do you think has John. killed more people? Mm-hmm. Sal from The Sopranos or Fat Sal's sandwiches? <laughs> right in the long run. <laughs> I um, I'm obsessed with Fat Sal's. I've this is a sidebar. We're promoting this restaurant oh, for yeah. no reason. They, if you've never been to Los Angeles, it's like if Entourage was a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's it really is. They have a sandwich. Like all of their sandwiches are like it's got ham and cheese and French mozzarella fries. Sticks. Yeah, full mozzarella sticks, tater tots, brown gravy. Yeah, um, the boyfriend and I will do like a fat. Like if we want fat sals, it's like we can't have fat sals again for two months. I can never eat fat sals with another person. Oh, because it's too embarrassing. Yeah, we have it's we split like, a sandwich and we yeah. like don't look at each other. <laughs> I gotta try it. I've never been to Fat Sal's. It's amazing, but also it's they should have a warning. Mm. Like, like this is a sandwich that would feed a family of four, and you're gonna eat it on your or own. One guy you're watching the NBA finals. Mm. <laughs> Great. 
Um, circling back to Entourage, sure, I know please. virtually nothing. Same. So, <laughs> so, so it's the saga of there's this one dumb hot idiot <laughs> named Vincent Chase who okay. like got a job. Some he got like a, an agent from like modeling. Okay. And this is like pre episode one information. Okay. And he just starred in this like disturbia sized thriller named Disturbia. like Disturbia. You know, like yeah. a, like a sleeper. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a and surprise hit. Yeah, it's like oh, this guy, he's the next big thing, and that's where where we find him. Okay. And he's brought his like really close friend group that he's known since like he was a kid to basically be like live with him in L.A. Hmm. and. It's weird watching it because, like, when I was 13, it made sense, but they just will go to the mall together. <laughs> just the and they're all adult men. The, okay, right? Yeah. So, yes? so, okay. at, so at the start okay. of the season, Vince is like 25. Mm-hmm. Eric, his manager slash best friend, who's kind of like, I guess, the Charlotte of the group, kind of more, <laughs> okay, the sensible one. I get that reference now. Uh, he's like, there's a part where he's like, I am, I'm 24, and I still haven't made anything. My life is crazy. Uh, 24 <laughs> sounds yeah. like the Sopranos Tur- yeah. <laughs> they're all from New York and, okay. and they're like what like LA bro it's different like, I don't like it out here and then the <laughs> oldest person in the group is Vince's brother okay. Johnny Drama Chase who was like the first one to try and make it like 10 mm. years earlier and was on kind of like a Hercules and the Legendary Journeys type show Okay, but now he's like washed up Okay, and so that's the group and it was weird watching it as an adult Mm-hmm. feeling like yeah like they just go to pete's coffee together <laughs> just in an episode just, that's just... they'll just be like yeah well we got a party to go tonight blah, blah. but then they're talking about like <laughs> how much they're gonna get laid that night but like there's something really like i related to them like, I was like oh this is like where i was at college yeah mm, that Fair kind enough. of yeah. where you would just like hang out in clumps more yeah and i feel like very quickly outside of college we become like more isolated yeah. yeah, and so, so you have your little hub. That makes yeah. sense. I get that. So there is kind of like a wish fulfillment of like they never have had to grow up. They're all still living in a house together, and the show is like one by one, like Narnia. They realize that they have to like leave, and it's like it's like oh, it's weird yeah. that I it's weird that I live with my friends still, and then like one of them will get like a house by themselves. I this is okay. Hold on, we've got a message from uh, from Bear. Stop talking about Entourage. Uh, he, he, Bear says I'm that one guy watching the NBA finals with fat oh, sounds. Oh great, yeah, yeah, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I actually because we have this amazing platform. If you're listening, um, who all has seen Entourage? Because I've never. It was a big deal when I was the same age as Nick, mm-hmm. and I, I I kind of avoided it. And it's kind of and we'll get there. Um, I just rewatched all seasons of Entourage <laughs> there we over go. quarantine. If, if, you guys are all if you the know, you same. Know. <laughs> I I I. What that's so funny. Is that fair? Uh, but yes, yeah, stop talking about. But yes, yeah, stop talking about Entourage. <laughs> <laughs> Bear, you came on this show and you did an hour long episode about Digimon uh, what's, season two specifically. Digimon like, season three. Like three, three. There's sorry. a weird thing that keeps happening <laughs> on my re- on my rewatch. That's like. It's it's a little sad, but it's also mm-hmm. like a little like oh that's cool. Is where someone really big now, like Gal Gadot, will be like a random girl that Vince mm. brings on a date that has no lines, oh, cool. <laughs> and Holy was, shit. was just hired to be like oh she's hot, but now she's like Wonder Woman, and it's like jokes on everyone else in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate Mara just showed up as like Eric's new secretary. And she's like, wow, it, it's okay. Cool. I'm just one of the guys, <laughs> douchebag for fun. <laughs> and it's like, oh. I so my uh, my friend Taylor is rewatching Justified right now, which is a show I much love. better show. It's I love Justified. Oh, our dad watches and that. And he's he's hey, texting dad, me about there. Justified. Yeah. 
And he says, oh, I just got to the season one episode where the main co-star is Chadwick Boseman. And I said, what did you just yeah, say to me? Yeah. And I completely forgot. He's like, the he's in one episode. He's wow. like a criminal Raylan's hunting and it's baby, baby face Chadwick Boseman. And I just, I love stuff like that. You know what I learned like, recently? That hmm. talking about just circling back to Sopranos, I haven't talked about it in a long time. Please. I really enjoyed it. Lady Gaga is like a background like character really? in just hit in her like a and party Lynn scene. Manuel Miranda. Yeah, but she's just uh, <laughs> one of Meadows' friends. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> she was Lady Gaga. She was like in a pool, just an empty pool. Yeah, your dad's uh, so weird. On the edge. Yeah, she fits in perfectly in the world of the Sopranos. Of course yeah. she does. Yeah. she still does. <laughs> yeah, bring the Sopranos back. I, um, we need more. Of it. Well, have you heard about the prequel? They're making a prequel movie. Are they really called The Many Saints of Newark? You haven't seen this. It takes no. place. I know in, about this. It takes place in the seventies. And oh, the, yeah, I have heard about And this. James Gandolfini's son is playing a young Tony Soprano. I'm excited. It's that's shocking. Great. I mean, I haven't even seen The Sopranos, and in the trailer, you're like, that's baby, that's James mm-hmm. Gandolfini as a baby. Why? Oh, Why and... Um, be more Sopranos. Yes, thank and, you. I and, agree. Uh, <laughs> and Vera Farmiga is playing a younger version of Tony's mom. Oh, she's so good. I love yeah. her. In Bates Motel? From Man, Bates Motel. More people should watch Bates Motel. It's so good. I saw a Malcolm, tweet that said... I, oh, get closer to this. Yeah. You can keep talking. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. Read it out loud. Entourage to me is what the... Expanse? Expanse is forever mentioned but never watched. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah. I've had a really fun time, like... I'll be on my rewatch in my group chat with my guy friends. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'm at the part where they just, the studio cancel smoke jumpers. And they're like, ah, oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was just going to say, I saw a tweet this morning that said, um, straight men will watch The Sopranos. They'll watch six seasons of a man going to therapy rather than going to therapy. <laughs> and that made me laugh. That is, that's accurate. Yeah. I wanted to ask. Please. Entourage was a hit. It, it won, was huge. It won Emmys. Yeah. yeah. What? happened it well the, the problem is like it you it ate well it, it, it's aged like sour milk to be frank okay uh you know the sexual politics of it and any given episode you're gonna just like get hit in the face with like just slurs and mm. just like passive aggressive transphobia and homophobia yes. um okay. 2004 baby yeah like boss abuse that hits different in the wake of like you know oh so like like you mean uh, Jer- uh what's jeremy that? Piven, said jeremy ari, ari gold will like throw his cell phone at his at his assistant and like pelt him with it but it'll be like played for laughs oh um oh sorry we're reading a question oh please a comment james gandolfini oh was... he was oh i see i see james gandolfini was paid three to four million dollars by hbo to not re- to not replace steve carell on the office Man, I would have loved to see him on The Office, though. For, like, one episode? For, like, one, just, like, come in. Remember that, like, uh, that the period where they were, like, cycling in really big guest stars to replace yeah. Michael and, and Scott? and in the middle of the really big guest stars was Catherine Tate, who I was crazy excited yeah. about it, but no one else was? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, also, either Allie or Bear say that they're fully on board for The Sopranos <laughs> just overtaking <laughs> this episode. Hey, you've listened You've listened to Poptimus. You know that the, the topic is not all yeah. that important. But I, I'm, I'm actually really into this because... I I want to know more about because it. I remember uh, from my point of view, yes. Entourage was huge. Mm-hmm. Everyone liked it. Yeah. Everyone said Entourage is a good show. It was like the cool show for yeah. like three years. And then it ended. Yeah. And then they announced the movie. And yes. by the time the movie came around, everyone was like, it was Entourage over. is hot garbage. It was it was already hot because it was becoming a joke of itself even during its run. There was that amazing college humor sketch with Bobby Moynihan as Turtle. No, I haven't watched it. Uh, where like the, it's like it's like, hey, Vince fell out of a truck because he can't do the movie. <laughs> uh, oh, his legs are working again. Movie's back on because that's like kind of the, <laughs> kind of the show, the formula that the show falls into. 
And uh, like the best moments of the show are kind of like. Oh, interesting. Yes. So, yeah, there's an arc really early on where um, like season two, season three, Mm -hmm. where they're getting an Aquaman movie made. And, that'll never happen and yeah. he'll never be hot and and vince is like no i'm not doing aquaman like i'm a real actor and Ari's like no you're not like, <laughs> and so he doesn't want to do aquaman but then mm. james cameron gets attached as a director mm. and then all of a sudden vince does want to do aquaman I, hold on i do want to see this and then james cameron uh, aquaman? so he nailed it's a whole arc where he nails it because like he has to like they go to sundance they meet james cameron at sundance because he has like an indie being like premiering and they're like oh they can leverage if the indie hits big maybe he'll be a big, big enough star to get aquaman got it so he gets aquaman <laughs> and they announce who's going to play the female lead mm-hmm. and it's mandy moore wow 2004 calls yes but what, <laughs> vince, what vince never told anybody is he wandered onto the set of walk to remember one day <laughs> and they were like oh he's hot make him an extra so he was an extra meets mandy moore sparks fly they start dating Okay. And is like the one girl who like broke Vince's heart. Mm-hmm. Is Mandy Moore? The one that got away. Yeah, so Mandy how, Moore starts how, playing herself. As how many like, actors play themselves yeah, in this show? This the, feels like it's... Yeah, it, 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 there's like half. It's like half actors playing themselves and then half famous actors playing a character. And there's always like, wait, is that actually Martin Landau or is he playing a character? Oh, he's hmm. playing a character. Okay. Interesting. Um, That's fun. It's fun that it's like somewhat rooted in our world, but also yeah. its own little universe. I. Oh, no, you guys keep going. I'm just reading all this okay. stuff. This is hilarious. It's very fun to watch the comments. I know. I really mm-hmm. love this. Um, uh, Vince cool. uh, gets a, he get, lands a job playing Pablo Escobar. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, so Netflix he, wasn't even making content then. Yeah. And so that was kind of like a line in the sand moment for me as a fan. Mm-hmm. Because he was going to make this big Pablo Escobar movie and they were going to shoot it in South America. And as okay. like a little ninth grader, I was like, oh, they're gonna be, there's going to be a whole season Mm-hmm. in South America where they're shooting this movie and like that'll be crazy we come back to Entourage the next summer and it's mm-hmm. there's one episode that's like a really good episode but it's like a mocking documentary about the making of Medi Ian mm. and then the next episode they're back in LA like oh bro who's gonna be at the party tonight oh I only have 100 passes hey. I wanna fuck 101 girls <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and as a kid, it was the first time I experienced wanting a show to be different. Oh, gotcha. so it was I'm, like, yeah, the first time you were like, I expect, oh, that's like, so cool. I think, I, I think they're not doing what I would have done. I don't think this is the right decision. And like, <laughs> you know, when, when you're first watching stuff, you, you don't have really critical thoughts about it. No. You're just like eating it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you're watching a show, even like Gilmore Girls, which also takes like weird <laughs> swerves. Rory makes um, some questionable choices yeah. in that show. <laughs> and you learn that you can like love a show and hate a show yeah. kind of in both hands. <laughs> which is kind of how I am with Entourage. Yeah. yeah. Where like, yeah, a lot of it is like really abhorrent. And like, th- I'm not here to say like Entourage is good actually. <laughs> <laughs> but there is something really compelling about where like, I haven't seen, like I said, a lot of the best shows mm-hmm. once. And yet I fell into another hole where I'm watching it again. Yeah. I mean, you can't, I mean, you know it, you love it. How, it's, mm-hmm. So as you rewatch, yeah. is, and this is a little bit of a transition, is the movie a part of the rewatch? Um, I don't know. I have a weird, in, I have a weird relationship with the movie. Um, <laughs> I've seen it twice and both times it was like after something really dramatic happened. Mm. Okay. Um, like there was, you know, when someone dies that you don't know. 
mm-hmm. but like your circle knows. Yes. That happened with me and Hunter, my best friend. Mm-hmm. And we would like... Hunter's been on Poptimist, episode whatever it's called. It's Spl- called... Splinter Cell, right? No, Hitman. Hitman. I was so King, close. And the episode's called King yeah. of Smart Mountain, which is yeah. the funniest thing. He's so... I'm sorry. Yeah. Hunter cracks me. Yeah. So many times when Hunter and I were done being like the coolest guys at the party in college. <laughs> Always the coolest oh, the, guys. The two cool, they're the, here they come, they'd say. <laughs> the, the, two, <laughs> the two coolest guys. We would like go home and just like watch Entourage. Um, <laughs> this is so on brand. It's yeah. painful. And now he's like, he's married. Yes. And so it's weird having outgrown Entourage. The Entourage characters. That's, that's really um, funny. But yeah, so like we watched the movie after hearing about someone passing away. Yeah. And we were like hit with that. And then um, that was the summer that I started taking antidepressants for the first time, mm-hmm. where I like was like, oh, this is something I need to do. This is this is what should happen or whatnot. And so I and there was also me talking to my parents about depression for the first time, like my relationship with it. And they're like, oh, wow. Like we didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm on meds for the first time and dealing with what that does to you. Yeah. And my dad was like, hey, it's been kind of a heavy day. Do you want to go see the Entourage movie? <laughs> <laughs> And it was such a, and it was, I didn't have the heart to tell him I had already seen it with Hunter. <laughs> so I just watched it twice in theaters. It's so funny. That's rough. That's, so what is, so, okay. How Please. many seasons is Entourage? There's eight seasons. That's a lot. That is two more than I expected. Yeah. I was going to give, that is three more than, more than Breaking Bad. Right? That's not, doesn't seem fair. Two more than Sopranos. That's, yeah. And it's one of those ones two where. Two more than Justified. Bring it back. Yeah. It's, and it's like, uh. Yeah, like there's some like uh, turtle and uh, uh, drama end up in a threesome at one point in Sundance, which is about as like close they get to questioning like their masculinity or sexuality. (laughs) Well, the character of drama is really interesting because he's always like the butt of jokes. Okay. And like, you know, like the one that they're saying his name is drama. His name is his nickname is drama. Okay. His real name is John. Okay. Uh, They call him drama. I like that. Because he's dramatic. I get that. And he he's the character that will come up to a stranger at the Westfield Mall and mm. be like, "Hey, bro, I really like your calves. Like, well, what's your what's your routine?" <laughs> and like, "Don't say that. That makes you gay." But like, <laughs> 2004. I, yeah, I feel I feel a lot of pity for him because I feel like he's actually ahead of the curve. And like, hey, you look really good wearing that shirt, bro. Like, where'd you get that shirt? Yeah. And like, I feel bad for him because he's constantly punished <laughs> for that by his friends. Yeah. And, I want to say, so sorry, one of our commenters, Jevin, says uh, Nike would time releases with episodes of the show. Yeah, so Turtle is like a big sneakerhead. Oh, oh that's okay. crazy! I was yeah. by the comment, that makes sense. Okay, yes. big sneaker guy, yeah. got it. Like, he wears sneakers to, uh, Vince gets cast in Martin Scorsese's Gatsby. Yeah. Okay, I sure. I would also watch. Yeah. I don't know. I really like the Leonardo DiCaprio brooding to distant yeah. hip hop mm-hmm. Gatsby that we got. It's really Moulin funny. Rouge Gatsby because he's cast as Nick Carraway, aka Tobey Maguire. <laughs> oh yeah. And yet, like in every time they cut to like Access Hollywood or whatever, mm-hmm. it's always like Vincent Chase, star of Gatsby, like the star of Gatsby, Vincent Chase. I'm like, who's Gatsby playing Gatsby? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who, who is Gatsby? Why is it Italy? It's. They had a, a Harvey Epstein character too. Yeah, there's like a oh. character who like is Harvey Weinstein, but oh, like no. it's like Harvey Weisenheimer. <laughs> and it up. it it is kind of, and that's another thing that's sort of darkly fascinating about watching the show now is it is kind of a snapshot mm-hmm. at what the politic, what was acceptable, and you know, 
Sorry, he realized Jeff had just realized oh, no, he, meant, he meant Weinstein. Two, two famous <laughs> shitbags. <laughs> two uh, famous shitbags. Of because people are like, how could how could Harvey Weinstein? How could we let that happen? How could this town let? But yeah. in the show, it's just there's a part where he's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking kill you, you know. <laughs> And it's like, oh, that's Harvey. Classic Harvey. Oh, wow. Yep. Wow. It's just part of putting up with Hollywood is sometimes you're going to have a boss who, like, might kill you. (laughs) Might kill you or will say, like, super derogatory comments about, like, women that he works with. And it's, like, a a cute joke. Mm. And it's, like, this really embarrassing snapshot of, like, where pop culture was. Wow. Of, Hmm. like, now you see shows like The Bold Type. And, yeah. and that are much more like taking this head on and challenging those power structures. Yeah. But this was just like a light, fun comedy of like, yeah, and if you have an assistant, you can fuck her. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's Hollywood. 2004. No, that's, yeah. I just can't stop. I can't get over the 2004 of it all. Oh, it's great. There's all kinds of fun little, like you can, like there's a part where uh, 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 Soldier Boy is just like a needle drop. <laughs> yeah, go read it. Maybe my eyesight isn't as I know, we, we're um, sitting far back from the camera, I'm and it's... I was to say that he was Vince. Oh, we're talking about our friends. Yes. Josh was Turtle, and I was Drama. I rejected since. Okay. <laughs> Bear as Drama? <laughs> That's kind of the problem with the Entourage friend group, is it's really an unbalanced. Mm, okay. Where, like, everyone... I feel like most guys think they're the Eric of their group. Okay. Because Eric's thing is he's the normal one. Mm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm normal. I'm average. I like sports, but I like hanging out with girls too. You know, like <laughs> the cool one. Yeah, like and so the everyone's like problematic one. Yeah, and okay. so every guy thinks like, oh well, I'm normal. I'm average. So like that's me. Mm-hmm. But like most, I feel like I feel like most men they have like these four spirits inside yeah. of them, and their names are Samantha, Charlotte, yeah. Carrie. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't know if there's a Samantha. I guess Vince would be the Samantha. Who's the fourth? Housewife. Housewife? Or Sex in the City <laughs> in the lady. City I have to quit this whole show now. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon. Who's no, that's she? that's Chris, Charlotte. That's Charlotte. No. Somebody, we have help. Somebody Charlotte, help. Samantha. Carrie. Carrie. Sh- <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte again. Miranda. Miranda. Thank you. Okay. Miranda. Thank you. The one who really, right. if it was written now, would be a lesbian. Be- I'm still mad like, about this. I'm still mad. Because like an entourage... No idea how uh, on point Nixon crushed these characters. Oh, okay. Are. okay. <laughs> I'm glad something came of it. Yeah, you're doing. But, <laughs> so, like in an Entourage episode, there's one where Eric and his girlfriend Sloane, who are like they're kind of like low key endgame. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, uh, she's like, I want to have a threesome with my friend, and Eric's, I've never had a threesome before, and he's a regular guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, and they're, they're saying this like while they're at like the Old Navy, just like walking around or like. <laughs> And Vince is like, I've been on lots of threesomes. It's cool. You just got to tell the girl that you like that you like her. So I feel like that would be a Samantha move. Yeah. But <laughs> Samantha's not the lead of Sex in the City. Right. Got it. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's, And then I don't know if there's anyone as pathetic as drama in the Sex in the City crew. Because like... Mm-hmm. The sh- you're just interested. Sorry, I'm just no, leaning forward. I just, no, I, love right. these, I love these comments. Yeah. Your impressions. <laughs> the, you're getting a lot of, a lot of praise. Because like this show will acknowledge that drama is gross. Okay. Like they'll be at like a costume fitting for that Vince is doing, and he'll be like, "Hey," and then like her reaction and the camera's reaction will be like, "Yeah, that's gross. He's sketchy." Mm, okay. But then we're also, I root for him sometimes because yeah. his he's so naked about wanting stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like I'm really self conscious about it. Mm-hmm. Like he'll just ask Vince for like a car, or like, <laughs> "Hey, can you is there a part in Gatsby for me?" And I'm like, God, it's so. 
Wish I had the like, nerve. Yeah, like everyone like wants to do that, but then they're like, I can't do that. Like that's yeah. so needy. But he's that guy. He has no. Really is crushing the impressions. Okay. Yeah, Nick, you're a star. Damn. <laughs> that's the whole point. Um, so, what other questions do you have? What's what else is? Uh, I was just gonna say because even though I guess now it's considered kind of problematic, I haven't watched it, but I from what I can tell, it definitely right. has moments that haven't aged. Yeah. Like a fine line. Um, but I think there is something we've talked about on the show before, just like a comfort in also rewatching something, knowing what's going to happen. Right. You don't have like necessarily anxiety behind something bad. Yeah, the and stakes are so low. Yeah, the stakes are so low. So rewatching things is, it's like a nice comforting yeah. thing. You don't have to worry. And I mean, I think that's why Gilmore Girls is like one of the most rewatchable shows it's ever. It's so rewatchable. And there's, that's so fast that the jokes, yeah. you get something new every time you watch it. Yeah. And there's so much like tradition Mm-hmm. In Gilmore Girls, like mm. whenever there's like a town meeting, yeah, Billy, why don't you watch it someday? All right, we already <laughs> talked about the Expanse once this episode. I actually, we start <laughs> to kind of go full circle. Like, I don't know, there's something comforting about TV. Yeah, like when you're watching Gilmore Girls and there's like a town meeting, mm-hmm. you kind of know what's gonna happen. You're like, oh, yeah. Taylor's gonna stand up, <laughs> and then like him and Luke are gonna fight. They're gonna fight. Lorelai's yeah. gonna bring peace to the city somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna, like, jump on a landmine for the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, because Rory and Lorelai are the untouchables. Like, perfect. You have to, you have to protect these two yeah. women. That's, like, low-key the weirdest part of most Amy Sherman Palladino shows mm-hmm. is, like, how much everyone always loves they the, adore them. the main characters. And then if characters. you don't like them, yeah. you're one of the weirdos of the show. Because yeah. Miss May- Miss Mayweather? What's, what's her <laughs> name? <laughs> the marvelous Mrs. Miss Maisel. Ma- yeah, I feel like everyone also loves Miss Maisel. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I don't. I mean, not too many spoilers, but but the most the last season that ended um, is uh, 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 the kind of the the cliffhanger is that she really fucks up. Okay, she like really, and a character we the audience really like turns on her, and she deserves oh, it. Got it. And that was kind of like shocking. Is this Miss Maisel? Yeah, the end of the. Oh most, yeah, yeah, where she kind of got. What where she, she, or she goes? Yeah, she goes. Uh, yeah, you know how she likes to run. Have you watched a lot of it? I've seen like the first two seasons. I watched like I met Zachary Levi. Gotcha. They went mm-hmm. to the Catskills. I it's forgot. That's the best season. Okay. I love that, that season. Yeah. But basically she, uh, uh, this is not really a spoiler. Maybe. Sorry. It's the Poptimist. It's what happens. Um, she goes on a, she does a phenomenal set at the expense of one of her friends mm. and it's all so, gay so jokes. She shouldn't have said. Oh no. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. 1960s gay jokes. Kind and of like outs her like low A little bit. Oh, outs him. God. And it's I'll, all. I'll him. It's all. I just assumed it was. Right. I know. No, they took a risk. They went male gay in okay. the time period. Hey, Hollywood, make more time period gay yeah. men. I know you love, uh, you love this trope of gay. You did the Perry Mason reboot where you made Della a lesbian. You have Mindhunter where the only female lead in that is a lesbian. Yeah. You're like, how do you make a strong woman, a strong woman, yeah. make her a lesbian? I'm over it. Give me gay men in time period dramas. I have my right, that was a rant. Like, I wonder how many of those. I wonder how many of those shows were written by men. Mm-hmm. All of them, you know, that are like, <laughs> yeah. well, like, yeah, they will see, like, kind of. Well, it's easier for me to write that than like the idea. Because going back to Entourage, there's thirty percent of Entourage jokes are like gay panic jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit of like, oh, you're wearing the same shirt as like the one gay character. I have to go change. Yeah. Or yikes, like. Okay. Like, oh, everyone, oh, the one gay character thinks to your hot drama. And he's like, oh, no, I'm gay. Then, like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's ever going to be, like, a oh, Gen Z found entourage. Yeah, Cause I wonder. Because it, it kind of was already felt like an old man show while it was still on the air. Funny. Yeah. Of, like, it became, like, a, oh, like, people that went to UCB would, like, make fun of entourage. Gotcha. Okay. Because that was, like, the Ed Hardy bro side of L.A. And not, mm-hmm. like wearing jeans and a hoodie in the middle of summer 
Sky LA. <laughs> But uh, Jevin says Entourage made Ballers possible, which I haven't even seen yes. Ballers, and I agree with you 100%. When you first said Entourage, my brain, I pictured Ballers. Rock, I thought yeah. that was the show that we were yeah. talking about so the, for the first yeah. maybe 10 minutes, and then I was like, oh, this was before. Yeah. Okay, got so to be it. Honest, guy. I've actually seen a lot of Ballers as well. <laughs> of course you have. Yeah. It's great. And I actually think Ballers is a better show for me because it's like 80% the business mm-hmm. and like every once in a while like personal stuff. But it's mostly like the like you screwed me over like oh do I want to own an NFL team like that's and that's just like what a hard dilemma like do I uh, (laughs) if oh if Uh, I could mm, should I an NFL team Mm, what do I do John David Washington that was kind of his big breakthrough yep as like Ricky Jarrett well that's what my favorite fun fact about that is what you told me is that because Dwayne Johnson is so busy they film around his schedule and he only shoots three days. Or it's a very short pant. Wow. It's the only time he's on set um, is when his face is shown and he's got a body double for all of the other wow. times that he's there. I, the back of his head is never actually him. He doesn't have the time. I read a story once. He's got another Jumanji to film. There's like, you remember Rampage? The one yes. where he was friends with a giant gorilla? Yes. <laughs> there's, there's a scene where These like movies. a plane explodes and they're like free falling or they have to like jump out of a plane mm-hmm. and the stunt guy had to wear a big, giant, inflatable bodysuit to look like The Rock. <laughs> that checks out. That makes sense. So we had to, like, do his parachute stuff while wearing this, like, inflatable... I'm pretty sure Succession is the bastard child of the entourage and the big show. Yeah, you've seen... Sure. You, yeah. you watch Succession. Right? I've, I'm, I watched the trailer for season three of Succession with my, like, like the biggest smile on my yeah. face. That show... That was something the boyfriend and I started in lockdown, and I was shocked at how immediately I loved it, and yeah. how immediately I was obsessed with the characters and wanted to watch it over and over. I yeah. love Succession. I've been told I need to watch it. It's and, great. Yeah, so it's like funny. It's, it's it has no right to be as funny as it is. Funny. I was so funny. I was like, I had no idea that this. I thought it. I from what I understand, it's like mm-hmm. a soap opera, but funny. Yeah, it's like well, it's like funny, but it hurts. Yes, like okay. like the characters like, are funny, uh, but they're always getting like. So there's mm. there's th- four children, and three of them are all vying for power, and the oldest son is played by um, Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really give a shit about taking over the business. Mm-hmm. It's and very Lion and Winter. Yeah, it really is. It's almost King Lear. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, um, but uh, uh <laughs> he's such a he's like. His girlfriend is a sex worker who's only there because she's getting paid and she wants to like direct a show for Broadway and so he's funding it using his dad's money. The whole thing, it's, and it's like all comedy. It's just like beat for beat. He's like, huh. hey dad, can I borrow, I just need a little bit of help. He's like, all right. And then of course, what's um, X2? Uh, oh, Brian Cox. Brian is like Cox the is dad. yeah. He's like, and okay. Brian Cox is he's like yeah yeah yeah. How much money? How, what do you need? And he's like just a little bit, just like two hundred and fifty thousand. It also really scratch. <laughs> it really scratches that Arrested Development itch. Oh, okay. oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't is, think it would... Okay. Where it's like, this is such a messed up family. They're probably not going to work it out, but like, I want them to. Yeah. yeah. There's like a brother and sister. Oh, sorry. I'm still reading okay. comments. Keep going. That are very... You know how like, you always wanted Lindsay and Michael and the rest of development to like, be cool? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But like, they never were. And yeah. Yeah. It's... Um, yeah, it's that fine. Nice. Do you want to... Do you want to... I know yeah, we're getting I was gonna close. Say, do any ra- last thoughts on Entourage? Um, I haven't finished it yet. It's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm past the like golden period of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was this really gross episode where um, drama they write drama like a love interest, mm. and so he has to like make out with like twenty models. Oh bummer! And for then him. <laughs> but then he's like, I don't like any of them. None of them are good actors. So he calls Turtle 
And it's like, hey, can you ask Jamie Lynn Sigler if she'll do this? And Turtle's like, fuck no. <laughs> and But then at the end of the episode, it's like, I did. She's cool with it. And he's like, ah, yeah. And oh like, the end. And I'm like, what a great B, B story. Okay. Great. great. Wow. Yeah. Well, you heard it here. Do or do not watch Entourage yeah. if you're I think it's, it's not, offended. It's, it's not often but... we have someone come on the show and be like, my thing... A lot of people think it's bad. And they're right. And they're correct. But I'm going to talk about <laughs> but it anyway. I love it. And that's, that's fair. Oh, this mm-hmm. is so great. So uh, let's see. I'm going to take get some questions from the audience or just see what everyone's okay. saying. Are any uh, are any episodes of Entourage or Entourage considered not canon? Like they do in Rick and Morty or with like a different Marvel universe or mm-hmm. Marvel shows. Like any standalone episodes. Oh, kind of. but the closest is like the mockumentary about the making of Medi Ian. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I wish there were, I've heard a rumor that they wanted the show to end with Vince. They go, uh, they go into his room and he's just dead. <laughs> that is brilliant. Like he that just, be, I've never yeah. seen an episode of this show and I fully endorse that ending. <laughs> like he just OD'd one night and, and they're like, the well, now what do we do? And like, that would be like the finale, but they yeah, never. That's kind of the soprano. You haven't watched it. Never mind. Oh, right, I will right, not right. talk about the finale. The... Yeah. the very famous internet breaking finale of Sopranos that I have seen it's, without seeing a single episode. It's a perfect, but, it's a perfect ending. Yeah. Perfect last five minutes to a show. Right. But no, I, I wish there was like an episode where like Vince meets like his variants or like <laughs> where we see like, this is what would have happened if you did do Aquaman 2 instead of Jake Gyllenhaal. Does that happen? Oh, he gets recast he, by Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he starts talking the talk. He gets the head of Warner Brothers to like actively hate him. Wow! And shout out, shout out to Edward Norton, even though he did he did that himself. But. Yeah, hmm. I would personally, if we get uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I would love to see an alternate universe where it's the exact same Avengers, but Edward Norton never left. Bear I think has, that'd be hilarious. Bear has a question. Bear, I'll, are you gonna pop on? Yeah, okay. let's bring Bear on. Let's bring him on. Let's use this platform for what it's worth, baby. Hello, Bear. Welcome to Poptimist for the second time. I think you might be <laughs> muted. Yeah, you gotta unmute yourself. Oh, you're. Okay. I can hear you. You're great. Uh, well, what do you got? What do you got for Nick, us? That uh, comparison between Fat Sal's and uh, Entourage is pretty perfect, just in the way that it sounds great and it sounds like the part of LA that you'd love. But then you go there and you experience it. It makes you uncomfortable. You feel sick after. So, <laughs> but my question is, uh, it kind of uh, goes on with that uh, thing of, oh, we've never had a guest bring on something that they're like. Yeah, it's not really a good thing, but like, yeah, could you even recommend Entourage to anybody nowadays Ooh. as something to like wholesomely enjoy at all? Like, you know, it's, it's Emmy award winning, like, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I have a friend, a really good friend of mine that really doesn't like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love okay. Always Sunny. Yeah, and I always, words fail when I talk about why, why I love that show, because my friend's always like, they're all bad people. Like, why would you watch a show? It's a where- show about five sociopaths, and it's very <laughs> endearing, and I, I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think Entourage is as good, because they're not mm-hmm. as critical of their characters as mm-hmm. I think Sunny is. Yeah, they're aware. Though, at least, you know, the writers and yeah. the actors are aware of what they're doing yeah. all the time on Always Sunny. Because, like, if you watch, like, an interview with, like, Doug Ellen, you're like, oh, you kind of are one of these characters. Mm. So, like, you can't ever... Oh, uh, weirdly... Uh, several episodes were directed by Patty Jenkins that I watched. Amazing. Gal Gadot, Patty yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Foreshadowing. But yeah, I don't watch, yeah. Gadot. If you don't watch... <laughs> it's correct. Uh-uh. Gadot's correct. That's how she says it. What? Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. And we'll we'll text Maddie about it later. Oh but God, yeah. We've also been saying in the Shamalong this whole time. He's muted himself. Oh, Bear just left. That's startled him so much. How are we saying Shamalan wrong? Apparently it's Shamalan. 
Oh wow. Oh, we're making it too hard. Um it's also it's Timothy Chalamet. That's a joke. I'm, not, I'm, I'm lying. I'm so lying. Um The Beautiful well, Boy. Let's see any but I'd be interested if, if either of you were to like watch an episode of Entourage. I'm, if it's like, I'm interested because it, it's such kind of like a period in time. It's like yeah. HBO was like, what do we do before Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Bye, Jevin. Thank you. Bye, Jevin. Bye. Thank you for everything. Say You're the best. To your Jevin's on the East Coast. Thanks it, for hanging out yes. with us. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, it might be a fun like hate watch. I don't know. It like, might. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it, people, uh, I guess, following up to Bears, if if. You could recommend Always Sunny in place of this, it almost sounds like. Right. Where yeah. you're like, if you want to watch five people, I mean, D isn't a man, but, mm-hmm. you know, you it's fun to have that female perspective, yeah. even though they do treat her like garbage. Yeah, but. that's another <laughs> bummer, is, like, they never bring in a D. There's never, it, it, like, a, a female buffer, yeah, like, main like character. Yeah, like, there's female characters in the show, but they're always, like, other agents or other executives, mm-hmm. and they Oh, there's always like a joke where Ari's like, "Yeah, she gave me a blowjob at Sundance," <laughs> and it's like the oh, I don't know. So stuff like that is super cringy. But yikes! Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I'm yeah. glad you brought this in because honestly, it's, it's Entourage. Yeah, it's a topic. perfect Poptimus topic. Here we've got a thing. If anyone needs proof that Adrian Grenier could have been so much more than Entourage, I highly recommend The Adventures of Sebastian Cole. Okay. I don't know. Here, bring Ma- Malcolm. You want to come say hi real quick? Sounds like he's a detective. Yeah, come say hi. Sure. We'll bring Malcolm on the platform. Malcolm, what is the adventures of, what is the show you just mentioned? Oh, you are muted. Sorry, Malcolm. You're muted. Hello, gorgeous. Nice to see you. Hey, hey, hey. So um, that's one of his early films. Uh, I think it's back maybe mid to late 90s. Um, And I, like, that's a movie that I saw him in and I thought to myself, oh, he's going to be big. And then he did drive me crazy and I was like, I was way wrong about that. Yeah. Um highly recommend that flick. It's got um uh Clark Gregg in it. Um yeah. Um and oh, cool. uh, I mean it's just kind of a great coming of age flick, so just highly recommend. Lovely cool. to see everybody. Cool. Like his head on. You yeah. too. Thanks for coming on the show, Malcolm. It's funny you bring up Timothy Chalamet because like if I feel like if they ever did reboot Entourage, that would be kind of more the personality. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or like a Tom Holland. Because I feel like that's who a heartthrob is now. It's yeah. not yeah. like the Josh Hartnett, like low hanging, mm-hmm. like chinos. Or like, because he's just like full on rocking cargo shorts a lot. He goes to meetings in cargo that's, shorts. That's attractive, and, right? Yeah, 2004. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love cargo shorts. But yeah, like if they ever remade it, it'd be great to have like an actor who was like not straight, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Or like not white and see like, yeah. what that friend group is like. Or... Wait, so is he, sorry, is he white? Am I just... He's is Italian. He, oh, okay. He's just tan and I've just made assumptions. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, he, he, he plays a lot. Of, he plays Pablo Escobar, which wouldn't fly now, but... Yeah. Oh, full. Yeah, for real. So, um, um, I kind of want to do... Let's just... You want to wrap really, up the... Yeah, a really quick uh, what a pitch? Yeah, just so people can see the game. Because it's so much. I love doing it. So, uh, at the end we'll of every episode... Do 30 seconds. At the end of every episode of Poptimist... Uh, and we'll probably talk about Entourage again for the end because the show has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. At the end, we play a game called What a Pitch. And What a Pitch is where we ask our guest to give Dagny and I a prompt. And then we have 30 seconds to pitch that project and then they pick a winner. Okay. Um, I think we're going to have Dagny go first. I'm literally just going to step I over there and plug my ears. You go first. You're sitting here. Okay, then step over there and plug your ears. Okay. Yeah, and go la 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 la. I'm kidding. Dagny's gone. All right, so we're going to something. No, no, you you give me the prompt and I have 30 seconds to pitch you and then Dagny will get the same prompt and okay. she'll have to pitch you as well. Prompt just like an idea. Yeah, any any form of media, a movie, oh. TV show, video game, and okay. then any genre you want. Um it's a it's a video game where you're a rideshare driver but you get more points based on how little you talk to the passenger. <laughs> 
Okay, this is already great. Do you okay. remember Crazy Taxi? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's high time for a Crazy Taxi Quiet reboot. Taxi. Quiet Taxi. Because taxis are dead. And this is going to be a commentary on capitalism. Oh, yeah. Um, and also about uh, just the uh, the rise of Uber and mm. apps. Um, so that's going to be that's gonna be the whole thing. And honestly, you have to drive. But every time you like make an error, you like bump another car because you can't drive in video games yeah. good at all. Um, your character automatically is like, oh, yeah. sorry. No big deal. If you tell right. the passenger, like, that's a nice phone case, you lose like 10 points. Correct, correct. So um, you have to, you can only use one joystick and any other buttons <laughs> yeah. ruins the game. And okay. that's 30 seconds. Dagny, come on back. Dagny, this is, this, this is a, this is a what a pitch for sure. I think I heard sure. a video game, which means me, I have a feeling oh, I'm going to no. do poorly. I think you're, I think you're going to have a good time with this. Oh boy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what's the, what's the prompt? Uh, so when I tell what I told you? Yeah, same prompt. Uh, it was a video game where you're a rideshare driver, but the goal is to like, to interact or talk to the passenger as little as possible. Is there a, a goal in this game? Yeah, to like... Or to not interact? Yeah, to just leave the driver alone, if they, especially if they had their headphones on. Are you playing on. as the driver? I think you're playing as the driver. Yes, yeah, so you're just going to leave the, uh, the person, the, the guest alone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... How would you play this game? How would, I, how would I play this game? I think I would have to have focus on the music of the game. Oh, yeah, that's okay. good. It would have to be, because if there's dead silence, yeah. I don't know how interesting you can keep a video game mm-hmm. if the goal, if there's no other goal. If they like your playlist. Yeah, if they, they like your playlist, yeah. you get points. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. makes sense. Yes. So, like, the better you're driving, the more points you get. If they so, like, like, you know in Grand Theft Auto how it's, like, super fun to run into things yeah. and hit people? Mm-hmm. If you do that, you lose points. Obviously, right. people yeah. don't love that. No. Um, so you want to keep them at ease. So the game, it's like a very calm, kind of like portal yeah. puzzle game. You're just trying to be as calm as possible. Yeah. Keep them chill so they don't have to talk to you if you have like an unopened water bottle that's extra points yeah yeah offer them a charger and a water bottle yeah charger it's a very peaceful game i love the goose game yeah Yeah. yes 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 yes. so all right good pitch like animal crossing Crossing. i just (laughs) i just yeah i love when they when they're like and you want to pick the music and i'm like no no how dare you? I was in an Uber just before we wrapped the show because we kind of touched on Breaking Bad. I was in an Uber recently that his whole theme of his car was Breaking Bad to the point where he looked like Walter White. Oh, wow. He had a, like his mask that he was wearing because this was like a couple months ago. His mask was just like a Breaking Bad mask. But it was to the point he had decals on the side of his car and there were monitors on the back of each seat and it was just a DVD was in his car, in his car of season two of Breaking Bad. You could just watch it. Wow. Which was great. I was like, oh, okay. this is cool. Sorry. And yeah. then when but you got out was... of the car, you immediately called the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably should have had him check out. But I... uh, yeah, I was like, this yeah. is, you've really committed to this whole shtick and Breaking Bad is your Uber and yeah. good for you. I guess I can't imagine loving one thing that much. <laughs> yeah, you think? I say that there's a period in time where I would have driven a Doctor Who Uber just like that. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, that would have been fun. Um, but I think we've come to the end of the show. Yeah, we're going to wrap up the podcast portion of Poptimus yeah. Live. I would like to take a moment to let Nick plug all of his awesome, yes. awesome things. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, go, go nuts. Yeah, co-creator of a podcast network called Dueling Genre Productions. Uh, you can find our Patreon, patreon.com slash DGP. Uh, we're my host and I, co-host and I, Scott Corelli, do a show called Franchiseography. Yeah. Where we do like every movie in a franchise, like one movie per episode. 
and Billy and Dagny were on X2 X-Men United. Yes. And uh, uh, Scott Corelli was on our show a few episodes back. Yeah, talking like about rom-coms. Yeah, we talked about we talked about 27 dresses. Yeah. It was very fun. Um, yeah, I'm trying to say, I want to know what the actual episode... it was episode, episode 27, and it was about 27 dresses. That would have been good. Uh, unfortunately, it was episode 26, because mm. we're monsters. Wow. Dang, that would have been quite a fun yeah. coincidence. The episode is called Better Than Groundhog yeah. Day. Um, let me... We'll go ahead and wrap up the podcast. We have a we have another comment. We have a comment about what a pitch for uh, Michael Powers says. I would make it so that you do crash into things (laughs) and make the writer writer scream as much as possible, and then you have to keep from responding to them. That's brilliant. That's That's brilliant. I do, I do like that, to make um, the ride as terrifying as possible, but get, offer no explanations. <laughs> You're like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the Uber driver I had the other night after seeing Black Widow, who drove in a way that made me think he was like, if I get them there faster, they'll be impressed. Uh-huh. And I was in the backseat with my boyfriend just like, I don't need to feel like I'm parachuting out of a collapsing mm-hmm. sky building mm-hmm. like in Black Widow. What's happening? It was I wonder shocking. if that was the same driver that I had several years ago. I wish Brie Boland was on this because this was a bonding experience that I hope I never have again. Where we got into the Uber in Sherman Oaks. If you're not in Los Angeles, this geography is going to make no sense. In Sherman Oaks, this man's like, do you guys like to go fast? And we were both <laughs> like, sure, we were on our way to West Hollywood. And we were like, sure, yeah, let's, we'll go fast. Thinking maybe he'd be like going 80 or 90 on the freeway. We get there. We got from Sherman Oaks to the Abbey in 10 minutes. He went 110 on the freeway. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and both Brie and I were like, do we say something? Is this when we die? It was he awful. was winning. He was winning that he game. He was oh, winning right. the game. Okay, yeah. He yeah. won the game. Speaking of, Nick, um, we yeah, usually ask. To yeah, we, we're totally out of order, but you should have picked. You need to pick a winner for what a pitch. Whose game do you want to play? Billy's version or Dagny's version? I can't remember. It's I know I we went really, off the rails because I feel like it was building more than I computer. do too. We kind of talked. We we collaborated. Know, we did. Yeah, we collaborated. We worked and we'll call it a tie. We both yeah. win. We'll we both win. Would that happen a lot when you were kids? Would your parents be like, "You both get the thing"? Uh, I think Dagny would sure just get it. Yeah, oh, okay. I was pretty spoiled. Got it. What do you think? Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> Um, but well, um, check out Dueling Genre. Yeah. There's a bunch of amazing things. Franchiseography is great. Yeah, we've got a Doctor Who show. Mm-hmm. Shout out. I've been on that years ago. Hey, I'd love to do it again. Um, uh, uh, there's a, a scripted uh, a comedy drama about uh, people who work in a comic book shop that get superpowers yeah, called Geek a, by Night. You're a recurring character on Yep, that. I'm recurring in season two. That's a great show. Nice. Um, uh, and Nick Jimenez is awesome. I just want to thank say you. that at the you end. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Oh, Thanks, Nick. <laughs> thanks for doing this. And thank you for bringing in truly the definition of what we asked yes, for yeah yeah which is something that's not necessarily considered good or you know yeah, acceptable i, anymore, I appreciate that we love it. i was apprehensive about bringing it to class no i but, think it's perfect bring right. it to class yeah mm-hmm. thank you yes. danny do you want to do our little outro yes. and if you are if you're watching on bright live please don't log out we want to chat with you at the end of the show we're just going to wrap up the podcast portion and then we'll say hi to everyone and uh answer any questions we have about podcasting in general and what we do sweet so this has been Poptimus. thank you all so much for listening um thanks again to our guest nick for being here if you want to hear about more live episodes and also just keep up to date with all things Poptimist, follow us on instagram it's just Poptimist podcast uh and if you have any hot takes or anything you would like to share with us about the podcast feel free to email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com and get on get on apple Podcasts, get on spotify write us a review uh writing reviews actual like with text helps us grow our audience it helps other people find us um i love looking at our listeners and seeing how it slowly goes uphill i'd like it to be a little more steep so like write those reviews baby yeah getting more and more people every week um great so thank you all so much for listening have a wonderful night and then the outro music going on yeah this this is the outro music right now yeah also i said good night goodbye
whatever time you're listening. Bye. <laughs>